What is up? Welcome to the Pretty Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Punky Sam Medina. I'm alongside from the band level, Xavier Vacuna. Hello, world. And Funky Sam Medina. How are you, my man? Doing doing good, man. How you doing? Hell yeah. I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Missing Pratik. Exciting couple of days in professional wrestling. Yeah, shout really? out to Pratik, but yes, it's, been, hello. it's been a couple of exciting days in, in wrestling. Yes, wrestling has been uh ah, wrestling's just been on fire lately. But yes, it's been a delicious week of uh jam packed action. So it'll be Dude, fun. before uh before we get into like the stuff stuff. Uh, I'm a little bit traumatized. So, like, I've been getting to the GCW shows and, like, following the GCW and stuff. And yeah. uh, this week, GCW went to Japan. And they did a show on Wednesday, Thursday. Or no, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Damn. They do it every year. Uh, but the thing cool. is, they go to Freedoms. So, they, they team up with Freedoms, which is this Japanese wrestling promotion. But yes, they're, yeah. like, ultra-mega death matches yeah it's like ultra violent like, like they make gcw look like family friendly like entertainment yeah crazy and so i watched a couple of the shows i didn't watch all of it uh i couldn't watch all of it you know but like <laughs> dude like the one of the most craziest spots that i saw was I, don't, I can't i can't tell you the guy's name off the top of my head uh but it was on day two and it was masha samovich and after this, she tweets out that she's living her dreams, um, fighting death matches against the people that she came up idolizing. So that's pretty cool. That's so cool. So the guy's behind her. She's like on her knees. The guy's behind her. He gets a light tube. He puts it in her mouth and shatters it in her mouth. Oh, no. man. I got to check it out. I got to yeah. check it out. Dude, but yeah, they had three pretty good shows. Um, I was crying through most of them with them. <sighs> that's the first- awesome. The, the the best match of my favorite match was the first night. Uh, Blake Christian defended his title against Irie. And Irie is cool. He's been in GCW quite a bit recently. And so it was really good to see that uh, Irie and uh, Blake Christian. That's sick. I'll definitely look into that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Did I tell you? I think I told you about the big ass extreme birthday bash right on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen that, I definitely suggest watching it. That's super fun. Super fun. And everyone at home, go check that out too if you haven't already. Support GCW. Hell yeah! That was my that was my uh, um, extracurricular wrestling activities <laughs> for the week. <laughs> yeah, right. Jam packed, man. And then we had uh, we had blood and guts. We had blood we had and guts. Honor. Yeah, dude. It was a big week for AEW. Yeah. AEW. Did WWE do anything uh, this week that's worth talking about? Uh, just, I think, you know, SmackDown, there was more, uh, bloodline, you know. Yeah. So it's interesting, man. I feel like, uh, so right now, so what happened was two weeks ago, Jimmy got taken out by, by solo and like ambulance and everything. And he's like on the sidelines. And then last week, uh, Jey Uso laid out the challenge, main event Jey Uso, the new, the new chief, uh, laid out the challenge to Roman. And this week, uh, Roman, uh, and him, were going to sit down and have a contract signing. And Jeus was like, there is no contracts. There is no match. We're going to have tribal combat. Okay. And, and then Roman said, do the elders know about this? And Jeus replied, it was their idea. Wow. Yeah. And it was really, it was really fun like- ending. Uh, but I feel like, I just feel like it, it's a little bit like the wind's kind of out of the sails a little bit. Like it's, it's kind of winding down, I guess. Uh, but there was a cool scene at the very end. Roman stood up and he put his hand out. And then Jey Uso stood up, put his hand out, and then like they touched foreheads, like showing respect. And then okay. Roman turned around to walk away, 
and Solo went to do the thumb, but Roman cut his arm. And then Solo looked at Roman, and then Jay super kicked Solo. What? Yeah, that was a pretty neat scene. What a terrific turn of events. Yeah. It just keeps getting... So I, I feel you on the sentiment of like maybe the the winds out of the sails or you know uh, what do you say like the honeymoon phase has like worn off right um, but they just keep stacking these compelling moments that really make you think and fuck I really want to tune in next week and you know and it's uh, it's it, yeah and um, it's definitely getting it's more emotional now because oh, he yeah. did it for his brother you know. And this and yeah. that, and then they're bringing the family into it. And now Jason said he's the new tribal chief, which is pretty neat. Yeah, and I dig that. And Solo's conflicted, and you know he's the quiet oh, well, one. Solo's and... not conflicted; he's with Roman, hands down, for sure. And uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's with Roman. Red, that wasn't way. the right word, but uh, yeah, no, I know you, what you, you mean. see more. You know, there's there's more emotion on his face here and there. He he's more he's emoting like a tiny bit more here and there. So it's cool. It's really cool to see. I don't know where it's going to end up, but uh, I did see uh, a little tweet where Jay kind of cracked Roman at that contract signing where he's like, I'll do this. I'll, you know, I'll hit you with that. I'll put you through that table. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, that, you was, know? that was silly. I didn't like that. I, I, I popped. Yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was funny. Like, this I is, like, there? Maybe. Go put to the announce table. I want to. I want to. And and just Roman cracking. It's just fun watching them crack. These guys are so silly. You know? So, yeah, it's great. It's good. So, I think that might have been the highlight for WWE. I think LA Knight had something. Uh, LA Knight's is super no. popular. I'm just sick of him. I know. You hate him. I love I it, him. though. He's so popular. <laughs> like, He's I respect so... how popular he is. Uh, I'll give him that. But, like, I don't get it. I don't see it. Oh, can I give a big in your face to the internet community? Always. So when when Uncle Howdy, okay, first of all, this Uncle whole Bray Howdy. Wyatt situation, he hasn't said shit since he's been back. Nope. Um, so this whole Uncle Howdy situation, um, everybody was saying it was Vincent, it was Vincent, and I'm over there going, it was Bo Dallas, and everybody on the internet's going, it was Vincent, it was Vincent. I'm sorry, but if you watched the Ring of Honor pay-per-view last night, Vincent is in Ring of Honor. He is not in WWE. Nope. So those people are full of shit. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Yeah, no, that's that's a W for you for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Anytime I can be better than them. Um, but that yeah, Bray Wyatt great. hasn't said. I think he's coming back soon. We'll see. He hasn't said well, shit though. I'm sick of him already too. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just he just comes out stammering. Ah, uh, I just don't. I don't know. I'm 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 at a loss for words because. I mean, what, he came back for a minute, talking, 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 and he had that match with LA Knight, and was that it? No, I think he had one more match. Okay. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. I don't know, man. What a bummer. Yeah. Could have been. I don't know. Um, LA Knight did not win the IC, the US uh, whatever thing. It's going to be Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar, which are homies, next week on SmackDown. Uh, but I feel like LA Knight's going to win the title by SummerSlam. Or at SummerSlam, I mean. We'll see. That'll oh, here's a... news. What? Uh, Dominic Mysterio is the NXT North American champion. Very interesting. Very interesting. Good for it him. It took a, the whole judgment day to, to beat Wesley. Okay. Makes sense. You know. Um, and then uh, on SmackDown, it showed Wesley and Dragon Lee in the audience together. Ooh. And I was like, ooh, they should bring them in as the Lee brothers. A little call up. Damn. The Lee boys. Look at that. 
All they need to bring in, do is bring in Cassie Lee. She could be their manager. Cassie Lee. Which one was Cassie Lee? She's uh, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Oh, yeah. And then AJ Lee could be in the, in the group, too. Oh, my gosh. All the Lees. All the Lees, man. They could be all the Lee wrestling. All the Lee. All the Lee wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shirt. All Lee wrestling. <laughs> Hell, yeah. All right, you want to get down to some some blood and guts? Blood and guts. I was really excited for blood and guts this year. I was too. I felt like it was a pay per view. I was chatting with my friends. I was like, you know what? I this is like a pay per view feeling. Hell yeah! yeah. Uh, so let's see. The show kicked off with uh, the FTW World Championship Hook uh, defended well unsuccessfully against. Uh, not, no longer Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Did you Jack see this Perry. video? They they played some video of Jungle Boy burying his boots uh, before the before the match, and then he came out to different music. Yes, so I saw the video on Twitter. I missed this match actually. It was um, a good I, match. It was a it good. Was match. good. Yeah, uh, Jungle Boy of course got the win. Yeah, and, uh, he cheated, and Taz. Oh my gosh, Taz was so upset for the whole rest of the night. Taz was so mad, and I then. Uh, Jericho. At some point, Jericho came out to the to do commentary, and he was like, "Come on, Taz, are you okay, Taz? What's up? What's going on, Taz?" And Taz was like, "You saw what happened. I can't believe he just did, did that." And Jericho's like, "You don't gotta get hot about it." And Taz's like, "I was born hot." It's true. <laughs> it a fun little interaction. That's so good. Uh, so yeah, Jack Perry's the new uh, fuck the world champion. Fuck the world. FT Dubs. Ah, The old title that uh. I mean, you know, I kind of agree. Jack Perry called the uh, the nepotism title. The nepotism title. Yeah, it's, I don't know, dude. I still don't know how to feel about the FTW title. I'll tell you what, in 1997, it was dope. Yes, I I concur, but I don't know. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know if it has a place in, uh, in AEW. No, it just doesn't do anything. I don't know. But anyway, it's it's a good... It's a good thing for him to be fighting over, I guess, with Jungle Boy and, and Hook. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, exactly. It's something to fight over. It's a story. It's it creates you know drama. So Don Callis and Chris Jericho arrived to the building together in a limo. Ooh, very interesting. Uh, Britt Baker defeats Kayla Sparks. I missed that match as well. Kayla Sparks is an indie wrestler. Um, she's doing pretty good stuff. She's super cool. Like. Uh, she's super smiley. She's always like, I know, like positive and smiling and super, super happy um, girl. And she's awesome. Follow her on social media. I don't know what her social media is, but it's probably Kayla Sparks. Uh, but she lost to Tudor oh. Baker. And then, and then, uh, fast forwarding to tonight on Collision, uh, Taya was like, "Oh, Britt, you beat somebody that nobody ever heard of. Congratulations! I I challenge you to a match on Wednesday. So we'll see what happens on Wednesday. Britt Baker and, and Taya Valkyrie coming up." That should be a good matchup. That match was only a minute long with uh, Kayla Sparks. I believe it because she's wow. just like, you know, she's an indie wrestler. Yeah. Hey, but go check her out. Like you said, go search her stuff. Uh, we had the blind tag team tournament final. MJF and Adam Cole defeated Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia. Did you make it to this one yet? I did. And this was good. They had a dance off. Yes. I popped. So <laughs> oh my god! Hard. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad, but it was good. And MJF is just the best at everything. And Adam Cole playing the doofy, doofy, goofy man, um, and just Garcia, all of it. I loved it. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was like, "This is fucking hilarious." 
uh, before before the match happened, uh, MJF told Adam Cole he had a surprise for them, and he he had matching trunks. Yeah. And then Adam Cole said, "Well, that's a coincidence because I have matching jackets." So these two, uh, and apparently, according to the uh, Excalibur, uh, "I'm better than you, baby" is the number one seller. I saw that. Yeah, we'll see uh, how much longer it lasts. Yeah, it's like Y two AJ. I'm getting these vibes. I was just thinking Y two AJ. Yeah, right, dude. I, I was like, like, man, I should have got one of those shirts. Fuck. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna implode during the tag team title match. I would say fucking strap them up, man. But FTR is the champion, so yeah. During the tag team title match, I say MJF does whatever he does to turn on uh, Adam Cole. Or what if Adam Cole outsmarts MJF and turns on him, and then it was like, you know like how many, before? you know how many friends I've betrayed, man. Like you don't know who you're messing with, man. But I don't know if Adam Cole would like do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. Someone's turning, but it's good. It's juicy. It's it's compelling. It's interesting. I'm in it. Love Adam Cole, MJF. You so know. this is the point where Jericho was on commentary. Okay. And after the match, he went over to console uh, his boys, Sammy yes. Guevara and Daniel Garcia, and they just stormed right past him. Oof. They didn't even story. look at him. Story, story. Oh, and it made you wonder, right? Like, <gasps> And then Jake Hagar uh, threw the hat in Jericho's face a couple of weeks ago, like a week or two ago. Oh yeah, hat. and yeah. and so I feel like we're in a situation here where uh, Jericho's going to split and go with Don Callis. I almost said Don West, Don Callis, oh, and and the uh, Jer- uh the Garcia and Guevara and uh, Hagar may you know turn babyface because they're getting some pops. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's it might be time. I mean, I feel like Inner Circle had their their shelf life. Uh, JAS. Definitely probably had a shorter... I feel like JS had an extended shelf life. Yeah, like too far, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, but good, you know, good for Jericho. Maybe the, there's some reinvention here going on. And, and it's cool because maybe, I mean, yeah, look at Garcia. Look at Guevara, those pops, like you said. and mm-hmm. They were getting them. They were getting them. And I feel like, uh, I've said this before, I'll say it again. It's going to be a lot easier to make Sammy Guevara a babyface with his wife not on TV. Because I was she's gonna so say. hateable, <laughs> and yeah, and they, you know, them together, man. Yeah, they got the job done. So they did. You know, she's home. She's doing her thing, and yeah, Sammy's uh, doing six thirties everywhere you look. Uh, FTR comes out. Oh, wait, did I? Uh, yeah, FTR comes out and stares down the other guys. Woo! Ooh. Uh, fifth match was uh, blood and guts. Blood. Anything? Five matches already? Yeah, I guess three. No, it's four matches. Yeah, well, this is match number five. So whoever did this uh, wrote a boo boo. Yeah, yeah, because before this is three, and then two. Yeah, so whoever did whoever this put match number five, but it's not. It's actually match number four. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Golden Elite. Uh, so for one, uh, I don't know if we talked about this. I don't remember if we talked about this or not. But I was very happy that Kota Bushi is finally going to make his AEW debut. Yes, me too. I feel like the world was ready for this moment. I feel like uh, it was long overdue. Yep. And Going it was into the match. I felt like Pac was a good choice too because of his history with King yeah. Omega. Yep, the story. The story. Yep. And the caliber of the athlete, too. Yeah, because he's incredible. You know I mean? He's, oh, he's God. bloodthirsty. I mean, he pucks. 
the one that introduced hammers to the ring. There you yeah. go. <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. Whatever. Apparently, we'll find out what happens at the end of this match. Yeah. Uh, so we kick things off with Claudio Castagnoli uh, and Kenny Omega. They were our Iron Mans in this match. Yes. I was surprised that Kenny Omega went out, went out straight out the gun. I was too. He's Mr. AEW. He's like the star. He's, he's, man. I was like, damn, that's bold. Like, you're going in. It really is. The matching gear. And he's the one that everybody's going to be gunning for, actually. Yep. So, yeah, Kenny Omega uh, started off as number one along with Claudio Castanoli. These guys have been for five minutes. And then, uh, let's see, who got the advantage? It was the bad guys, right? Yeah, Pac came out as number two. Pac came off with number with the see, he came in number two and then it was two on one. King Omega had the disadvantage. And then what happens? Hangman Page comes out to even up the odds and goes right after both Claudio and Pac. Oh, this person gave it like a detailed uh, detailed play by play here. Claudio Dark kicks Omega into the cage before this period is up. And then John Moxley entered John Moxley. Bloody guts. Bloody guts. Oh my gosh. So when 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 John Moxley's numbers pulled, I thought John Moxley was gonna be last for his team just because he's just so violent and so explosive, you know? Yeah, he's barbaric. But I feel like he played his role to a T, sitting in the chair, like kind of watching the the orchestrated chaos, like he he's I love Moxley. He just he, does it. He came out uh wielding a fork. Yep. Shades of uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, yeah, shout oh, out. Oh my gosh, I couldn't even watch that. I mean I know like I know he's not like I know there's a trick to it, you know, he's probably not even hitting them. He's probably holding it to where, you know, he doesn't stab him with it, but I just can't even watch it. Just the thought of it just awful. Yeah, it makes you it makes you cringe. But I love it, man. I'm like, oh fuck, you know. Uh, Moxley goes. Uh, there's like a box under the ring, like a wooden box next to the ring somewhere. Moxley goes, and it looks like he had planted a bucket, and he pulls the bucket out, and you you think it's gonna be tax or something like that. It's broken glass. Mm. Sean Mox, John Moxley dumps a bucket of broken glass shards in the ring. The broken glass spot. Oh man. Yeah, and then uh, next comes Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson comes out, goes straight for Moxley, sends Moxley right into the glass, which was pretty fun. Uh, Claudio goes in the glass. Um, oh, then Nick goes in the glass. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm going to say all this on the record now. I, I hate Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, I me really too. wish Wheeler wasn't part of this group. Me too. Yeah, everything he does annoys me. Yeah, just doesn't do it for me. Just and he's always the fall guy. Which and man, maybe you need that, right? Maybe yeah, you need. I mean, who's gonna take the win? Who's gonna take the pin? I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, you need you need the 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 weak link, if you will. I mean, they they got the wrong best friend. They got like <laughs> yeah. Chuck or something. I don't know. Who knows? Trent, this is Chuck Trent. Taylor. He's a future of wrestling. <laughs> I love Chuck Taylor. I I, I love Taylor. love Chuck Taylor. I love Chuck Chucky T. God, the gentleman, the Kentucky gentleman. I saw him in like Ebor City. He came out in a fucking tuxedo, dude. Like wow. full blown. Like I'm telling you, like the fucking bow tie and everything. 
wrestled the whole match. I was like, who the fuck is this? My friend's like, it's Chuck Taylor. He's the fucking best. So he rules. Uh, at one point in the a long time ago, early in their careers, uh, yeah. he was a, the Taylor Boys with Brian Cage Taylor. Brian Cage Taylor. Yeah, Brian Cage is going by Brian Cage Taylor. Really? And they were uh, they were uh, uh, kayfabe brothers for just a minute there. That's so fucking funny. Like PWG stuff, or I think so. I think it was That's so fucking funny. I love that. <laughs> Good old Chucky T, man. Good old Chucky T. We got the wrong best friend. Okay, anyway. Wrong best friend, man. You guys I, you, Wheeler is probably the youngest. Wheeler is probably the youngest. Still, though, I man. I can see, I can see Wheeler being the youngest best friend. And they should add a girl, too. They should. You're right. I thought they were going to. Weren't they, they, gonna have, put... weren't they teasing somebody, having a woman? I don't know. But I Jamie. Guess, I mean, the elite doesn't. Jamie Hayter is fucking British, man. Like, come on, dude. And she's a badass. Well, I mean, it's funny because now that William Regal is gone, their group has nothing to do with Blackpool anymore. I know. I think about that all the time. Just I'm the like, name. Blackpool. Blackpool. It sounds cool. And then uh, John Moxie takes you to his backyard and he has this pool full of sludge. He's like, here's my Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> Death Jitsu. Oh, my gosh. All right. Where are we? Uh, um, oh, Takesh does the next person to come out. Oh, no. I skipped Matt Jackson. Super King Party. Mag Jackson comes out. He takes out Pac. Um, next is Takeshita. You know, the music that they give to Takeshita really is uh, unnerving. It is. It's it's different. Yeah, I want to mute my TV when he comes out now. Yeah, better than his old stuff, though. The old music. I was like, eh. It's like a weird sound. I don't like it. Yeah. I think, does Don Callis have the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like yeah. the Dark House family music or something. Yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, that's why they need a rock star in the group. Jericho. Yeah, so he could write new music for them. There you go. Yeah, either him or uh, either him or uh, Dixie Carter's husband Serge. <laughs> <laughs> use a Fozzie song, dude. Just use a Fozzie song. <laughs> Dixie it. Carter's husband Serge uh, used to do all the uh, the WWE knockoffs uh, in TNA back in the day. Really? That, oh, yeah. he was responsible for all that? That's cool. That's yeah, and I think, I don't know if he did or not, but I'm guessing he made the Christian Cage scene, which I love so much. Yes. I just hear Jeff Jarrett. I don't Jarrett. know if that's a fact or not, but. I, I hear Jeff Jarrett's wee, wee. Oh my like, gosh, that's one of the best. I love, I love the Planet Jarrett theme song. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's so it just, perfect for him. Dude, and it gets stuck in my. It is perfect for him, but it just gets stuck in my head. I used to. Uh, I really liked when he came out the cowboy though in WCW. Yeah, show chosen one. Gosh, even his old dude, even WWF shit. Double I, the fucking the pyro with the J's and shit. Yeah, oh man, it was great. He was great. I've been listening to uh, his podcast. I'm still like two years behind on my podcasts. Uh, but I've been listening to Jeff Jarrett's like the first episode, I think, of Jeff Jarrett's podcast. It's really good. The episode good? where he holds okay. up Vince for money, it's really good. That's sick. I haven't uh I haven't peeped it, but I heard him on Jericho's podcast. See, I love Jeff Jarrett, but I hate Jeff Jarrett too. So I'm I'm real weird. Same, I'm all singular, right? But I feel you like that's I'm proud of him. Like I'm glad that he's still wrestling. He's in great shape. He looks yeah. great, you yep. know, and, and great for him because he's been wrestling for so many years. But I don't care to see it. I'll just you know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and right, and I sometimes I feel guilty too because I'm like, oh, you know, but I'm like, fuck it, man, I, I don't want to watch this shit. Like, so I don't know. 
Keep doing your thing, Jungle Jay. We'll see you on, mm-hmm. on Dynamite. Uh, so our last guy to enter the... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, at this point, uh, John Moxley goes under the ring and he pulls out a bed of nails. Ooh. That oh, was my gosh. That, that was, was an interesting... He was, was like something. body slamming people. I don't know. Who did he body slam on it? I don't remember. Was it? It wasn't Coda. I don't know. I think Omega took it. Omega? Whoever it was had like blood dots on their back. Oh, man. I, I was hoping it wasn't real nails. Yeah, I'm assuming, you know, it was like some plastic work, nails? Something, man. Some I mean, rubber. It still hurts, though, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. There was you, blood. I'm So this is kind of off, off topic. I've I'm I'm been kind of interested in these ladders. Some of these ladders that they break. I'm hearing that they're wood. They're wooden ladders, and they're just breaking because they're designed to just break like that. Yeah, they look. Sometimes you see like little, uh, what are not shards, not shards. Yeah, kind of like shards of, of like wood, right? Like you yeah. see the little. I've so, seen that recently too, and it yeah. sounds like wood when it breaks. It goes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like WWE. They're just like uh, they're just like glorified tables. Yeah, but That's it's crazy. It, you know, it's interesting, right? It's like, oh, it's a fucking ladder! And then it breaks in half, so... But, yeah. like, I wonder if if they don't climb those ones, if they know which ones not to climb. For sure. I, I feel like you like, have to know. These ones don't climb, these ones break these yeah. ones. Yeah, don't... Don't touch these. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That's more WWE, though, I think, doing that. Yeah, I feel like I've seen a lot of those splinters. Maybe splinter was the word we, we were looking for. Split? Yeah, yeah. Those that's little splinters. Uh, so last last in the match we get uh, Kota Abushi. He comes up to the ring. Man, Kota Abushi is so good. There was a spot. It was it was a little bit later towards the end of the match, but I had to show my wife. I had to go back show my wife this spot. Um, so every single member of the BCC team has a member of the Golden Elite in a submission hold. Yep. Kota Abushi breaks free. Um, I'm not sure who had him. I think maybe Garcia. No, not Garcia. Garcia wasn't in the match. I don't remember who had Obushi, but Obushi broke free. He kicked the person who had him. That person goes down. He walks over to, um, not Moxley yet. He walks over to one of the other people. He kicks him one time really hard. You could tell it's a hard kick. The guy lets the hold go, and he drops the guy. He walks over to Moxley. He kicks Moxley one time. And Moxley's a tough motherfucker, dude. He kicks Moxley one time. Moxley goes down. He goes to the next ring. He kicks Claudio in the chest super fucking hard. And Claudio doesn't budge. Like, they already established that this guy's kicks will take out the toughest of tough. Right? They established that. And then they go to the next ring. And he kicks Claudio in the chest. And Claudio doesn't budge. And then Claudio screams. He kicks Claudio a second time. And Claudio, like, he budges, but he catches himself. And it took three kicks to take Claudio down. That was just one of the best spots. I loved it. Yeah, it was a great spot. I feel like the crowd was super behind it. Um, it just the pops, dude. Just it's Kota Bushi in an AEW ring and doing what he does. You know, yeah, just being Kota hey, doing what he is. And you know what? I don't know Kota Bushi to be like hardcore. You know, but he was yeah. in there and he was keeping up with these guys. Big time, man. I've seen videos of him like launching fucking roman candles on his chest and holy shit yeah man doing fucking slams on hoods of cars i don't know if it's like ddt or shikara I, I yeah really maybe it's ddt yeah i think ddt is pretty crazy they're like in the middle of the fucking woods and shit like kodobushi is a madman so it's cool to to see him i i honestly just didn't want anybody to get hurt 
that was my thing in my group chat. I'm like, I'm excited for tonight. I just don't want anyone to get hurt because, as far as I know, I don't think anybody got hurt. Um, yeah. except for Pac, he got his feelings hurt, but we'll get into that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> zing. Any, yeah. any other, uh, before we get into the end of the match, uh, any other, uh, any good memories for this from Blood and Guts? Yeah, uh, uh, uh Pac doing the spot from the swinging to the stomp through the table was awesome. Oh yeah. That really, that was incredible. That, that was, was a really so, good spot. That was so cool. And I'm glad they pulled it off. Um, what was it? There was a shoe spike shoe. Oh yeah. Yeah. The young shoe spikes. And uh, yeah. You know, I was watching it going, you know, what's the difference between blood and guts and war games essentially. Right. But yeah. Blood and Guts is more authentic because there's a roof. There is a roof. And that's better. The reason why War Games doesn't have a match is because Triple H is like, well, you know, today's wrestlers need, you know, to do more kinds of things. And like, who cares? We don't need to see Ricochet jump off the top of the cage. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like the the roof really brings back that kind of vintage feel. It makes them feel more trapped. Yeah, that too. It makes it feel more contained. So more contained, yeah. Like, what are they going to do? Like, go, oh, well, Ricochet needs there to be a hell in a cell without a roof now, you know, like. Yeah. And, and if you're going to do some crazy dive, go out, go outside and, and climb it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Exactly. So. And there was no crazy high spot. I guess I remember that, too. Like, there was no, like, you're flying off the fucking, you know. Off the no, something, something happened. Oh, you know what was crazy when uh, when Coda came out? Um, Wheeler got out of the cage. Yeah, and Wheeler went up the ramp after him, and mm-hmm, then Coda mm-hmm. laid him out, dude. So, what what I thought was going to happen, and what should have happened, what should have happened, was when Wheeler got out, and then Coda came in, and Coda laid him out, and then Coda went in. That they should have locked that door and never opened it again, and Wheeler should have been eliminated from the match. That would have been cool. But somehow, then one of the one of the young bucks got out, and they both got back in. I'm like, what is this revolving door? Like, what's happening here? Yeah, dude, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed. You should no. be disqualified. Once you, if you're out, you're out. That's it. Yeah. And then I could have sworn there was a rule that if you escape the cage, then that's a surrender for your team. What wasn't that a thing, or am I making that up? I don't know. I can't attest to that, but I believe it. Maybe it's like the old school war games. I don't know. Maybe those are so dope. Those are so dope. But um, but yeah, it was cool. So, what happened? We saw the ending. Oh, so so, Pac was holding one of the one of the good guys in the corner. Claudio went in for one of his European uppercuts. The guy moved, and Claudio accidentally hit Pac. Pac, whatever. And like Pac got super upset. He got in Claudio's face. Claudio was pushing him back and forth. I feel like Claudio was trying to explain to him it was an accident at first. And then Clyde was like, you know what, dude, fuck this guy. I'm going to fucking whip his ass. And then Pac said, flipped everybody off. He's like, fuck you guys. And, you know, at this point, I'm like, well, technically he has no allegiance to them. No. He has no allegiance. He has no loyalty to these guys. He has no allegiance. He did what he set out to do, and that was beat up Kenny Omega. Mission accomplished. He went back to that little wooden box thing where they had goodies stashed away, and he pulled out bolt cutters, and he cut his way out of the cage. Well, I guess he cut the he cut the chain or something. Yeah, he got out of the cage and he just left. So Pac left, and then um, they did this spot where John Moxley got handcuffed uh, between the two rings. That was a really good spot. And then yep. Mox just sat there. He like 
basically just like, oh, well, I can't do anything. I'm and Bronx just sat there. And then didn't Claudio get taken out somehow? So I feel like Wheeler was by himself. Maybe it was just Claudio and Wheeler and Claudio was just down. Probably. There was a lot of down. Takeshita at this point. Oh, Don Callis called Takeshita and said, we're leaving, which was also weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so Takeshita, Pack left, Takeshita left. Uh, Moxie got handcuffed within the two rings, in the middle of the two rings. And I think Claudio was just down. And they were just whooping Wheeler. They were just whooping on him. Whooping on him, whooping on him, and finally uh, Moxley, from where he was sitting, surrendered for the team. That's it, man. What a match! What a match! Grand finale, the Hangman spot, but like low key, Hangman. It's so feet. funny. My wife is very squeamish, so she doesn't like to see blood in wrestling, which oh, is quite a bit of blood in wrestling, especially AEW. And especially yeah. also GCW, which I'm watching pretty much one or the other at this point. And uh, I go, hey, do you want to watch Blood and Guts with me? And then she says, I want you to think about that name and then ask me that question again. <laughs> the answer is N-O. The answer is hell no. I'm not watching something called Blood and Guts. <laughs> it's a little tame, I guess, compared to the GCW. And then she, uh, and then she came in the room and... Uh, she started watching with me and she got into it and then there was blood. She's like, oh my god, is this blood and guts? I'm like, yes it is. <laughs> this is blood and guts. <laughs> the ending is just Yuta chained up covered in blood. Oh my gosh. They, they were hey, they were choking with the chain. Man, yeah. yeah, they were just fucking him up. And then he's a yeah. fall boy again, even though Mox um, surrendered. Yeah. He had to throw in the towel. He did. He had Very somebody had lad. Wheeler couldn't. And Claudia, I think Claudia was unconscious or something. I think Claudio was just not there to help him. They took him out. They took him out the game. That was it. It was a good one. That was a good one. Do you think uh, this is going to be the end of the Elite versus the BCC? I want to say absolutely not, but they did the whole click moment where they all shook hands and yada yada at the end of it, so I don't know where you go from there. Wait, who shook hands? Uh, the Elite and Bloodpool or Blood Blackpool. They did. They they. Yeah. Sure, I don't remember that part. Oh, I think it was off air. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Like, oh, I saw a few like joke tweets. Like See, the, people. The thing was, is I thought their feud was going to end at the last pay per view, and then and then even they they alluded to it being over too, and then the BCC came back and said Blood and Guts. Yeah, so I think uh, Blood and Guts was like the grand finale. Maybe because the last. Uh, match was anarchy right anarchy in the, anarchy arena. In the arena or whatever it okay. was. yeah which would have been a good send-off but uh yeah uh, i think the elite won that one too is it bad that i don't even remember i don't remember there's just so much wrestling you know there's so much wrestling dude my brain is rotten already so uh so before we get into uh death before dishonor uh the let's take a little uh, uh uh swerve if you will uh pun intended and talk about the Royal Rampage. Royal Rampage. One thing I thought was really cool about this, and I didn't notice this. I did not notice this during Blood and Guts. I don't know if it was. I should go back and look. Um, they kept referring to the, the first ring as the blue ring and the second ring as the red ring. And I'm like, how, you know, what distinguishes them? And I realized, duh, the, the blue ring had blue ropes and the red ring had red ropes. Yes, I did notice the two. Did they had the uh, Blood and Guts? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess so. I just didn't realize that, I guess. I didn't either until... I honestly didn't hear it in the broadcast, but I noticed. I was like, oh shit, like, 
one side is like red and one side is blue. So that makes sense. Yeah. So the reason for that was because so Royal Rampage, there's like basically there's two battle royals going on at the same time or two rumbles going on at the same time. And oh. there's one in the red ring and then one in the blue ring. The blue and ring. every other person, you know, red ring, blue ring, red ring, blue ring, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it was cool. So we started off with uh, four people, two people in each ring. Uh, the first ring was Darby Allen and uh, I don't remember. And the second <laughs> ring was uh, Swerve and Nick Wayne. Interesting. Yeah, but it also felt like very um, planned, you know, okay. and I, I, I yeah. wanted to feel more spontaneous. Got it. When you put three of those people in the ring who are all three in this feud together, it feels very planned. Yeah. Um, and then and then it was a really good match, though. Um, you know, Brian Cage came out and Big Bill came out and uh, the Mogul Embassy was there and it was just a huge thing. And um, nobody nobody's like special, like no, no surprises, really. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a really fun match, and we came down to uh, Nick Wayne and Swerve, and then Darby Allen and whoever I forget who the the four people who started off. It came down to those four people finally at the end, and then cool. um, uh, Nick Wayne got eliminated. And oh man, the way that Nick Wayne eliminated Brian Cage was so dope. It was really it was really because like Brian, Nick Wayne was about to be out, and then he was pulling Cage like Benoit style, and then oh, Swerve came from behind and just flipped him out. And they're in the same what? group, so that could like lead to something, you know, some dissension. Dissension, some just tension. Just, we've just flipped them out. I got to check it out. Yeah, it was really Rampage. good. It was a really good match. Um, and then uh, it came down to Swerve and Darby Allen, and then uh, Darby Allen got the win. Woo-hoo. And what does the winner get for the Royal Rampage? Title shot at all out. Damn. So he'll face either Luchasaurus or Christian. Ah. All right. I'll take it. I've never seen a single title with uh, Freebird rules before. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Is that what they're doing? Like two, two champs? Or it's just Christian talking shit? Yeah, I mean, it's Christian saying that he's the champ. I mean, we're the champ. Yeah, okay. So we'll see. I don't know who the champ officially is. I mean, Luchasaurus was one in the match, right? Yeah. But then Sedan and Collision, they, uh, Christian came out wearing the TNT title after That's- Christian told Punk Never wear a title that you never won. That's so. And then uh, he's like, he's he said he never wear a title that you didn't win. And then uh, um, not Ian Rickaboni, Nigel McGinnis said, uh, but he did win that title. He won it for Luchasaurus. That's so silly. I wonder if we'll see a Punk uh, Christian match. Yeah. Well, tonight uh, we'll get into Rampage. I mean, not Rampage, Collision. I don't know if you saw Collision. You probably didn't because you were working. But yeah. We'll get, into, we'll get into Collision at some point uh, before we wrap this up. But yeah, so World Rampage was cool. Um, not much else happened. I mean, the acclaimed was there. They did a rap. It was fun. Uh, the main event was uh, Marina Schaefer and uh, Chris Datlander. You know, good stuff. I haven't watched Rampage in a long time, though, but I was definitely wanted to watch Royal Rampage. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. It was worth watching. Uh, we had a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Death Before Dishonor. Hell yeah. This is the first uh, Death Before Dishonor under the Tony Khan era. I love it. I should probably get the results for that up at some point. R-O-H. Death Before Dishonor 2023. Hell yeah. Where are they, Jersey? Trenton, New Jersey, yeah. Good scene. It, which is crazy because when I interviewed one of my com- comedy friends today, and he lives in Trenton, New Jersey as well. Really? Yeah. 
Interesting. I played in Trenton, New Jersey a few times. Oh, that's cool. Jersey's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I take Jersey. Apparently, according to my friend, uh, uh, Philadelphia stole the idea of the cheesesteak from the shop in Jersey. Ooh, I believe it. Uh, we had a pre-show. Uh, Josh Woods. And wait, am I looking at the right? This is not the right thing. 2023, Death Before Dishonor. I thought Josh Woods had a singles match. What is this? Oh, Josh Woods with all these other guys. I uh, defeated Tracy show. Williams by submission in a Ring of Honor pure wrestling rules match. Action Andretti and Darius Martin, the new tag team, defeated the Work Horsemen. And eh, whatever. I watched this is the match I watched a pre show for. Legit Layla Hirsch defeated. I was so mad. Trisha Dora. Ah. I think Trisha Dora is so awesome. Yeah, she's cool. Uh, and then I wasn't going to watch this, but I kind of did. And it was the ending was really good. A.R. Fox defeated Shane Taylor. Um, so check this out. So A.R. Fox has his back to the ring. He climbs to the top rope, but he's still squatted down and trying to get his balance. Shane Taylor hits the ropes. Normally what happens, they fall, right? A.R. Fox put his legs out and turned into a split-legged moonsault into a cutter what yeah dude it was one of the dopest things i've seen split-legged moonsault and then he caught him on the way down in a cutter so sick he ruled it was dope it was dope that wasn't even the end of the match but um ar fox did pick up the win good for him they gotta make him look strong because he's going up against uh, orange cassidy on wednesday good good for him that'll be a good match man yeah i've been a fan of ar fox since the old pwg days Dude, me too. From day one, man. He's a really cool dude. And uh, he knows how to party. And he's just so fucking good, dude. His inverted, uh, I don't even know what to call it. He does like a, almost like an inverted like senton kind of on the outside. So he'll be on the outside and he jumps onto the top rope and he, and he kind of front flips, but like outwards oh, to the wow. group of people. And he's just in that like pops me so hard. And live, fuck. I have so many videos on my phone from like 2013. Like, and that's the era that I know about from PWG about 2013 ish. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's when I was seeing him out in Tampa, Orlando. Hell yeah. He's killer, man. Shout out Eric. That was 10 years ago, man. Fucking hell, man. That was 10 years ago. Every once in a while, not very often, a professional wrestler makes it to the mainstream that I've never heard of. Never, never once. This guy, Gravity. Have you heard of Gravity? I have never heard of Gravity. I'm sorry, Mr. Gravity, but I'm not familiar with his work. Never heard of him. Um, he's a luchador. I, I, I figure, you know, Commander is probably easier to have around than, than Vikingo, so let's find a luchador and give, give him Commander. You know? Um, apparently, he's Bandito's little brother. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's all I know about him. But uh, Gravity actually picked up the win over Commander. I was surprised about that. That's in 10 minutes and 15 seconds. Was this still pre-show? No, this was the first match. Okay. Yeah, the first match. Gravity defeats Commander. And then uh, they during during this match, they announced that this next Wednesday on Dynamite, Gravity is going to go one-on-one against Pac. And if Pac wins, then it's a Ring of Honor title match. What the fuck? I saw the booking and I thought it was kind of a joke because it's like he's the man that Gravity forgot. So it's like silly that he had a match with Gravity, right? But I didn't know it had stakes for the Ring of Honor situation. I thought Claudio had just called him out. But that's interesting. 
Yeah, so we I kind of skipped ahead. I kind of skipped that part. So basically, uh-huh. um, so so Pac had this thing where he he blew up and he said "f you guys" and he left. Yes, right. And yes. there was some kind of situation where where he tracked down Tony Khan and he's like, "I want Claudio next week on Dynamite." And this okay. is like behind the scenes, right? This is got like it, it. kind of what happened. I want yeah. Claudio next week, and then it showed Claudio saying that Claudio responded by saying. Hey, why wait until next week? I need to put it on Friday. Ooh, and then Tony Khan's like signed. Mm. That's kind of how the that, because Mark Briscoe went out with a big knee injury. I saw that. I it was originally it. supposed to be Claudio and Mark Briscoe. Yes. Mark Briscoe went out with a big knee injury, like that requires surgery and everything. Fuck, he was probably going to go over. When did he get hurt? Sometime between getting the match and having the match. <laughs> Yeah, because like I don't think he had any. Because last time we saw him, he was a referee. Did he? Did he hurt himself being a maybe referee? He was a referee because he had a hurt knee. Right? Makes sense. Maybe. Yeah, so maybe, maybe his knee was already maybe, fucked. Maybe he even aggregate aggr- aggravated it, aggravated it even more. Aggravated. I can't even talk. But yeah, so who knows? Maybe. I don't remember the last time I saw Mark Briscoe wrestle. To tell you the truth, same Samoa Joe. Maybe I don't know. We can find out. Maybe, but yeah. Maybe so, Maybe. Uh, so yeah. So, so if, if Pac beats Claudio tonight, then on Wednesday it's going to be Pac versus uh, Gravity for the title. Got it. And if not, then it's just a regular match. And speaking of titles, in our next match, Samoa Joe uh, went one on one with Dalton Castle. So Dalton Castle is another one that I just don't get. No, I just, I just he just doesn't click with me. I mean, he's a peacock. That's cool, whatever. But I don't know. The boys are kind of fun because like they catch him. There is this there is a spot where uh, where Samoa Joe was on the outside and Dalton Castle went for this big dive and Samoa Joe got out of the way and the boys caught him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the boys element. Uh, I I was with you on that boat. I never got it. I didn't care. It did nothing for me. And then I heard either him on a podcast. This happens to me a lot. I won't give a shit about a wrestler for. Oh, that happened to me with the Ricky Starks. Right? See? And, and you don't give a shit for ever how long. And then you hear somebody on a podcast. And then, I don't know. You're just like, okay. Like, that's how I got into 2.0 before they were 2.0. Jericho had them on the. Not before they were 2.0, but while they were 2.0. Before Jericho they were, yeah, yeah. Daddy Magic. Yes, and Matt Menard, oh, and it's oh, like oh I, oh I oh oh on Rampage oh, oh. on Rampage, yeah. um, the fans were chanting "Daddy Magic." Really? So that's another th- reason why I think they're going babyface. Oh, but they were in Canada, right? <sighs> no, I don't. They were in. Were they? I don't know. They were like wherever. They, they were wherever. Um, wherever. Uh, Ring of Honor was. Blood and Guts was. Blood and Guts was. Uh, I think they were in Boston. So never mind. I think they were in Boston. Yeah. But yeah, the fans are chanting "Daddy Magic." So yeah, I think I think the Jericho boys are going to go face, and Jericho's going to stay heel with Don Callis. Yeah, go for it. I'll watch. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. I don't mind yeah, that. Yeah, I, I dig it. Yeah. Anyway, so Samoa Joe. So um, the end of this match. So so Stokely Hathaway came out, and he was doing commentary for this match. And for some reason, I'm not sure what was going on here, but he had his head uh, directly up Samoa Joe's ass the entire match. I mean, he wasn't wrong, right? He's like Samoa Joe's the greatest. Samoa Joe's the best. He's one of the, the the greatest TV champions of all time. He's not wrong, but he was laying it on pretty thick. Yeah, 
And then, little, and then uh, Samoa Joe's getting frustrated uh, with the match with Dalton Castle. He couldn't put him away. And then he went over to Stokely at the commentary table and he said, fix this. And then Stokely tells the referee to get the boys out ringside or kick the boys away from ringside. And yep. then the, the commentary was like, any interference the boys did was perfectly legal. They didn't do anything that was illegal in this match. But nonetheless, the boys had to leave. It was a big dramatic scene, which took away Dalton Castle's momentum and attention. Uh, Smojo came back in the ring. The referee didn't have his. The referee wasn't looking. Smojo kicked him low, got him in the coquina clutch, and it was all over for Dalton Castle before the boys even got to the locker room. Clean sweep. Is the coquina clutch just a sleeper hold? Maybe. It looks like it to me. I always thought it was like a Taz mission. I don't know if he does the leg wrap. He does the leg wrap, yeah. He does the leg wrap? Okay. But it's like it's like a sleeper hold with like a leg grapevine. Okay. So yeah, it could just be a... Because he just has his hand. He has one arm on the forehead and one arm on the chin. Yeah, so can he just, just leg grapevines. And I'm like, that's just a glorified sleeper. Because for some reason I thought he was doing before, I thought he was doing the Taz mission. Where was... Taz would do... One arm, arm flailing out, well, right? No, well, both his forms are on your neck, right? But one's in the front, one's in the back. Yeah. That's how like, Taz did it. Pumps it. That was such a sick move. Yeah, that was a fucking, that was so cool. I loved it. Taz was he great. people twice the size. Oh, bam, he was bam. so believable in ECW, man. He was. Oh, imagine with Bam Bam, dude. So good. Delicious spots. Going through the ramp. Going through the ring. The first time my friend saw Samoa Joe on, on TNA television, he called me up. He's like, dude, there's this new guy named Samoa Joe. Imagine Big Taz. <laughs> <laughs> Big Taz. Big Taz was fully grown. <laughs> yeah, hey, think about it. Suplex, you know, suplex out the ass. And then they brought Taz in to be his manager for a while. In that TNA? Was, that was a, Yeah, that was a flop. He came in to be his manager, and it didn't really work out, so then they put him on commentary. Hey. Do what you can. Uh, let's see. Samoa Joe defeated Dalton Castle. In the next match, Aussie Open defeated the Lucha Brothers and the Kingdom and the Best Friends to become the new Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. You know, I feel like the Aussie Opener is like the best tag team in the world right now. They have three, as far as I know, unless they lost them, I don't think they did. They have three tag titles right now. They have the Ring of Honor Tag Titles. Well, one of the IWGP, I think it's light heavyweight. No, it's no, it's not. It's not because uh, Mark Davis is not a light heavyweight. So they have the IWGP heavyweight tag team titles, and they also have the uh, the New Japan Strong tag team titles. So, hate to be the bearer of bad news. Did they, they strip him when they when Mark Davis got hurt? They relinquished them when he got hurt. Okay, okay. I I I didn't hear that. I wasn't sure, and I knew that he was out for a while. Okay. Yeah, so Bullet Club uh, has the IWGP. Actually, both. They have the junior and the heavyweight right now. The new oh, Bullet Club. Wow. Um, the new Bullet yeah. Club's legit, dude. I love it. I'm, I do, I, too. And I like it, too, because, like, like 10 years ago when the Bullet Club debuted, they were about, yeah. like, kind of glitz and glamour, you know, a little bit. But yeah. now they're just about fighting and just destroying people. Just roughneck style. Yeah, dude. It's such a different lineup. Just a different vibe. Yeah. And and I it's like it. the the new blood, you know, like Connors and Coughlin and Kid. Like it's just uh 
it's interesting, man. They need some dude. Ten years later, the new Bullet Club. So now we have Bullet Club Gold on AEW. I don't I, get, I don't understand how they do that. I don't know. I, I, I don't. Know. Does New Japan own that? I don't know how they do that. Maybe I think they do, and it's just one of those things where I don't know. It's good for business because then you have uh, Chris Bay and uh, oh Ace yeah, Austin. Ace Austin and their Bullet Club too. Their Bullet that? Club too. So, it's but they're Bullet. They're just regular ass Bullet Club, aren't they? I don't. I don't know. And then what I, does ABC stand for? Because they call them ABC. A Bullet Club? I don't know. I don't know. Because I know they call uh, um, Bay and um, Ace Austin, they call them ABC. Yeah. But I don't know what it stands for. I've been I've been curious about Impact recently, Ace but Bay I Club. cannot watch it because um, Aiden English is on commentary and I cannot watch him. Or no. or Tom Phillips. I cannot watch <laughs> any of those guys. I haven't I haven't watched any impact. I tried. Uh, I'll, I'll see stuff on Twitter. I tried to watch her pay per view and I just I just can't. No, yeah, I didn't even try. Yeah. Plus, you know, I'd rather watch like Pro Wrestling Evolver and Hood Slam and and GCW and I have more wrestling than I can watch. Yeah. If something enough. has to has to be affected, Impact is fine. Yeah. I have MLW to watch. You know. There's a lot stuff. out there. There's a lot out there. Uh, let's see what happened next. Blah blah blah. New tag team champions. So I'm excited though. Maybe they're gonna come back and get all their titles back. Get some yeah, more tag titles. It's good for them. I'm excited for them. It, it, it's a spot. It's a platform. I'm not uh, surprised that they relinquished the belts though, because I did know that uh, Mark Davis is out for an extended amount of time. Yeah. So they they dropped that shit sadly, but yeah, it was cool. Good run. Good for them. Uh, the Mogul Embassy put their six man tag titles on the line. Against uh, other people, um, Taguchi and Aguchi, Taguchi and Wato. There's six or nine they're called, and also Leo Leon Ruffin. Uh, Leon, Leon Ruffin, I can I can tell you about him. He was an NXT as Leon Ruff, and he defeated Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American title. Crazy. He was an Evolve guy too, an Evolve original. I wonder why he's Leon Ruffin now. I wonder because he was Leon Ruff. Pre WWE, wasn't he? Yeah, I think they probably own it now. They probably and took his day, probably, yeah. They probably, so, yeah, so maybe that's his real name. Oh, maybe. I thought, let me click on it on Wikipedia. No, that is not his real name, but that oh. is his real last name. Oh, his first name is uh, Dartinian, D A R T A N Y O N. Interesting, interesting. Leon's. His last name is Ruffin. Ruffin. He's Leon. a Ruffin. Ruffin. Uh, this was like a smoke break match for me, but I, I was able to catch a few spots, and Leon yeah, was definitely was, uh, was pretty brutal. Doing his thing, jumping around and rolling around in quick spots, and you know, it's cool for what it was. Yep, decent match. I wasn't. I wasn't too invested. Sorry. Well, the next two matches I wasn't too invested in either. Uh, Shibata defeated Daniel Garcia for the uh, to, to retain uh, the pure title in 14 minutes and 35 seconds. Any thoughts on this? I, I miss this match completely. Did you really? Yeah. You should go back and watch it. Uh, yeah. I think it was great. It was super hard-hitting. Great exchanges. Great sequences. Um, for me, it's cool to see Shibata in the ring again. Like, that's just something else. Like, you know, like, shouldn't have been wrestling after that, uh, that headbutt on Okada and um, oh yeah, I remember right? that. But did he so, go to the hospital for that? 
dude, I think they he had like kind of like a brain bleed situation where they were like, You're right, I think he did. I thought he would never wrestle again. Yeah, so to see him in a ring is crazy. Um, we were talking about Garcia earlier, he's super over. Uh, the dance is good. He's he's great. He's a great technician. He's a great wrestler. The dance is fucking hilarious. Um, there were some spots where he does the dance and he's in a sleeper and he's still trying to dance and, <laughs> and you know he's doing the dance and Shibata's like, what the fuck is this? I, I love the match, honestly. I, I recommend you okay. going back and watch it if you want. It, yeah. Um, pure rules is always fun. The judges, uh, I, I like it. It's interesting. Uh, it was a good match. Shibata I, I got it. the win. Did you hear Shibata said after the show? I read this online later on. Uh, yeah, he no he, longer works for LA Dojo. Right. Uh, he's right. going to focus his time on Ring of Honor. Crazy. And he is very thankful to Tony Khan for giving him a second life in wrestling. Yeah, that was a tearjerker for sure. That that was uh that was something else. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. that's cool. Shibata's a gentleman, man. Uh the next match was a fight without honor. I did catch some of this one. Um Alex or yeah, Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, John Silver uh defeated Stu Grayson. Uh, Vincent and Dutch. Dutch is huge, by the way. Yes, I didn't realize he was so big. Good matchup with Uno, though, right? As far as like, you know, size, I guess. So did this Stu Grayson possible, get right? fired and come back recently? Yes. So is he mad? Why is he well, mad? He I, don't, I think I might have missed that. So I don't think he got fired. I think his contract dried out. Oh, he he yeah he parted ways with the company. Yes, and then he was brought back. I think he had like a spot in Canada or something. He had some spot, came back, and yeah, maybe he's he's got a deal. Um, but I don't understand where the tension comes either from the Dark Order maybe situation. He I don't know when he left, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I haven't been paying attention or anything, but um, clearly there's some there's some dissension within you know that group or X group. Yeah, I would say bring back um, Alan Angels, but he's having so much fun on the Indies. Yeah, I think he's on Impact too, like full he's time. On Impact, he's on Hood Slam. Uh, he's he's on Pro Wrestling right? Revolver. Good yeah, he's, he's everywhere. He's he's having a good time, man. He's in his group on Hood Slam, and they're doing they're doing some good stuff. That's fucking cool, yeah, man. Keep Alan Angels out there and doing that. Yeah, he's spreading his proverbial wings. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I want to tell you about this Hood Slam thing, but let's Hood get to the pay per view first. Okay. Uh, so oh, so there was a spot in this match where uh, they had Legos and tacks together. Yes, the Lego spot. Oh man. Gosh, the Legos. I thought I think that was cool. The Lego spot was cool. This match was a pleasant surprise for me because I wasn't aware that it was a a without honor or whatever match. Like yeah. I just thought it was like a, a six man or whatever. So once it's I saw like that kind of going their on, version wow. of a death match. Yeah, dude. I was like, holy shit. I was like kind of doing laundry in between this. And uh I had heard like, you know, just the chaos and I, I come outside and I'm like, oh shit. Um so yeah, a lot, a lot of good spots. Like I said earlier, just having Dutch and Uno, I think that like aesthetic of like two big titans going, you know, full force against each other. I yeah. feel like that was a cool. Uh, what do I want to say? Matching matchup. I don't know how to how to phrase what I'm trying to get at, but matchup. Yeah, it was a good matchup. Right, like it was a good uh, pairing. I don't know. Um, I was definitely on the edge of my seat, though. Honestly, like I, I was like, oh shit, you know, like I was, I was definitely enthralled. Uh, the next match I was surprised was for the Ring of Honor World Title. Yes. Claudio Castanoli. So I was watching Claudio do his entrance and come out and everything. And, yeah. and like, I'm so happy for him, man. Like, you know, he was 
able to be himself in WWE to an extent, right? But like this, he's the reins are off. He's he's him. He's himself, yeah. and he's just, he's having the time of his life. He's on top of the world. He's he's still in mainstream wrestling, you know. But he's back in Ring of Honor, and he's their champion, and he's doing great. He's, and doing he's so fucking good. He's so good in the ring. Like it's yeah. like he's too good. So he's, uh, earlier in the night, uh, while Samoa Joe was wrestling, um, Stokely made me said something that made me think about this. So they said that Samoa Joe is on his way to being the longest reigning Ring of Honor television champion of all time. And Samoa Joe is already the longest reigning world champion of all time in Ring of Honor. So when I know that Claudio had lost it to Jericho and won it back, so his reign, you know, started all over again. But wouldn't it be a really cool storyline if Claudio was approaching Joe's record and then Joe made his personal mission to take the title off Claudio to stop that from happening? That's money. I would watch that. I want that. I want that to happen so bad. I would be behind that. For sure. That's a good pairing too. Yeah. And I don't think we've seen them. No, not that I yeah, can recall. No, that'd be great. That's fuck. Main event program. And especially if Joe had the um the urgency of, of defending his record. Record oh, yeah. versus title. Yeah. Story. You want story, dude. You want story behind these matches. You want story behind these feuds. And what better story than legacy? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And they can show all clips of, you know, Joe, old school Joe. And oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And that's, Anyways, that's... Claudio defeats Pac. It was a really, really good match. Yeah. Um, it was the a ending fun was match. like, it was the most disappointing ending that I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, Claudio could have beat him on his own. Like, there was a few times where, like, it could have ended, you know, whatever, this and that. But then Wheeler yeah. Yuta came out, distracted Pac. Clyde hit him with the Ricola bomb and got the win. I was so upset. I Wheeler Yuta did not belong out there, and Clyde could have and should have beaten Pac on his own. He could have. We, you know, we don't need Wheeler out there. We don't. Um, My but, wife was so mad. She said, "I feel like he was out there to make himself relevant." <laughs> yeah, hey, he's you know trying trying try to get over, bud. I think. Over. <laughs> How I many think times can good... I get on TV today? <laughs> right? Can oh, can I go out there and? Uh... No, it's it's good for story. I, 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 you know, I agree, but I think as far as keeping Pack strong, because it was an interference, it could, it could potentially keep a story or the story going. And I do it, think it, Pack is very like, I'm not going to lose. Right. I don't know if that's I'm to be gonna... true. I don't know if that's to be true, but I, I have that feeling from him. Yeah, he won't take it lying down, and yeah. he's all about revenge. And, you know. Blackpool is, you know, shitty fucking heels. So they have to they have to get over. And then also that's probably the reason why he didn't main event because the ending was so lackluster. That too, maybe. Like it's gonna be kind of a shitty ending, so let's make the women's match the main event. Yeah. But overall it was a good pairing. Uh they're two studs. It was great because Pac was so mad from the Wednesday prior. Again, great story, great spots, great sequences. I I enjoyed it. It was. I did too. I really did. I I loved it a lot. It was a good match. It looked crazy. Table spot. Was it no DQ? I was confused by that. Uh, I don't think so. But sometimes if it's outside the ring, it doesn't count. Right, dude. Like threw him over. I was like, "What is it? No DQ?" Like, but that table spot was so crazy when he flattened him on the table, dude. Right? I was like, he flattened that table, like half that table, whatever. Dude, that was wrong. He just threw him. He fucking threw him. It was good though. It took me a second to remember the table spot, but then I remembered it. And I'm like, oh man, that was brutal. 
Yeah, that was the first my that was my first takeaway of that match. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, it was Claudio good. got the win, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Keep it moving. Keep the story going. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what do we have next? We have the women's world title match. Athena defeats uh, the first ever New Japan Strong Women's Champion and the winner of the 2023 Women's Owen Heart Cup Tournament. I like Willow, dude. I love Willow. I love Willow. I had this conversation her her wrestling style is dope because she's like she's she's a badass she's a big like badass but like she doesn't come across that way but then when she's in the ring she's like but her finish is the batista bomb you know like (laughs) (laughs) she's so good she's so agile uh she's quick her character at this point is fucking perfect uh a perfect balance of the happy giddy but I will also fuck you up. Yeah. And, and right. I'm a technician. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I will do like, well. I'm happy to fight you, but once we that bell rings, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I love Willow. She's great. I love everything about her. I do too. Um, I do too. I'm so glad that whatever, you know, I, uh, shout out to, to Mercedes Monet. I hope her ankle heals and I hope she's doing good. But I was so glad that the universe kind of made it to where when Willow got this, this, this thing because she wasn't going to get the title. Obviously, it was going to go to Monet, like, and it just fell into her lap. And it was just the, one of the most beautiful things that could have happened for Willow. Yeah, that that's some poetic. And Monet wasn't seriously hurt, you know. She'll be back. Yeah, and I that, think she's dude, even announced title, for a match soon. That title was made for her, which is yeah. the craziest part, you know. Yeah, dude, and now Julia has it, and now which is awesome. Julia is fucking incredible too. I don't, I've never, I don't, I've never seen a Julia, a Julia match. Dude. I just know that she was the main champion in stardom for a very long time and she just lost it. She's a beast. She, I want to see Julia come to the States. She's a beast. She might, who knows? I think she's working some New York stuff. I don't know. Um, who was it? There was a recent, uh, stardom person that came over for GCW for, for three shows. I read about that. Yeah. That was cool. Forgot, but that I read about cool. it. But yeah, so this this match, uh, twenty minutes and thirty seconds. It was such a good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was the first uh, women's main event in ROH history. Yeah, it was. How crazy is that? That's so amazing. That's so wild. That's incredible. Those two man, those two, they just tore the house down. I was, yeah, you know, I kind of wanted Willow to win, but you know, Athena's gonna keep going. Me too. I, I had the same sentiment, but once I saw her parents at the show, I was like, "Oh, she's not going over." You know, yeah, like there was uh, a there was a a, a, a place where uh, Willow got like knocked, like Willow got hurt, not hurt, but like you know, something happened to Willow, knocked. and they knocked. panned over to her parents and they were like laughing. <laughs> yeah, I saw, and I, said I was the like, same "What? They're like... laughing? They should be crying right now." I was like, "Her parents are laughing," and she, I think she got dropped in the apron. Like it was a pretty good spot where it yeah. was like. Something no. like that. It was like right in front of them or something. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And the parents are just like, <laughs> yeah. They were laughing. Great. I was like, that's cool. That's parents. Cool. <laughs> that's fucking dope. Yeah, no, it was cool. I, I, you know what? Uh, Merce, uh, Athena got the win. It was a good match. And I was I was happy with it. Me too. It was a good pay-per-view, man. I'm glad I watched it. I was like, fuck. This is a good, uh, it was a good show. Yeah, no, it definitely was, man. Like, I haven't been watching... Uh, the Ring of Honor weekly shows because it kind of turned into to dark a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'll I read the results. I'll see what happened. You know, I'll keep up with it. 
But yeah. these pay-per-views, man, uh, they're stellar. They're stellar. They're on point. They're on point. Yeah, the last one they had, this one. Yeah. And I, I love how they're like quarterly, I think. Yeah. It was like yeah, three or four a year. Yeah, it's like four a year, which makes them that much more special. So, mm-hmm. And ROH in general, man. I, I, then, I grew up on ROH, so it feels good to like hear it, see it. And then, like, I, I kind of also am liking the fact that Tony Khan is such a mark because, I mean, he does these things because he thinks it's cool. Like, he yeah. brings in Shibata because he wants to see it, you yep. know? Like, and it's cool. He brings in all these people, all these different people. He puts together all these shows. He bought Ring of Honor because he thought it would be cool. Like, I was just watching this going, I cannot believe that AEW... Like Ring of Honor history is relevant to AEW history. That's crazy, right? It is mind blowing. Each and every it time is. I think about it, I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" They have the whole library, yeah, all of it, all of it. It's crazy. So, it was a smart move by Tony. I think Tony should buy up, uh, try to buy up other libraries, like like kind of like what Vince did, you know? Oh, hey, yeah. Why not you sit on them start your own? Like we were talking about a few episodes ago if it's not conrad it's tony start a fucking thing where you just collect everything and give something a home and give yeah, it collect as much you as know. you can yeah just spread wrestling i agree i definitely and then and then tony khan would be the kind of person where if he had some sort of network or some kind of deal like like hbo max or whatever he would probably put some indie feds on his on his platform yep yep get defy on there you know mm-hmm. yeah but then who knows contractual because they have their own thing and and then yeah. other people have like Fight Plus and IWTV so who knows what he can do but I think he would definitely reach out to other people and, and have collaborations. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely would be cool. Um, so so I'll, I'll I won't get too much into it because um, you didn't watch it, but uh, tonight we had AEW Collision. Collision. Uh, the show kicked off with Ricky Starks. He's so heel now. Oh, good. Yeah, he's no, he came out. They said, because uh, did you see last week when he beat Punk? I did, yes. Yeah, he held the rope. Yes, I saw and that. And then he just like brushed right by Jushin Thunder Liger. By Jushin Liger, yeah. He's the a... biggest fucking star in the world in wrestling, and he just fucking brushes by him. <laughs> what Great. a dumbass. <laughs> Great heel. Total heel. Turn. And so he comes out, and they're like, Ricky Starks, you cheated against CM Punk. What's up? And he was like, I, I do what I do, and that's by any means necessary. And I'm, I'm absolutely, he kept saying, I'm absolute Ricky Starks. I'm absolutely, and he was such a heel. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then Punk comes out. And then Punk's like, you know what? I know you think I'm going to be mad. I lose. It happens. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, and then I forget what his gripe was, but he was complaining about something. And then Christian comes out. And then Darby Allen comes out. And it's this whole thing. And so, uh, they make the main event. Darby Allen proposes uh, Darby Allen and CM Punk against Ricky Starks and either Christian or Luchasaurus, whichever one is Ooh. the TV champion or the TNT champion. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be Christian. Oh. So that was a really good main event. So uh, if you can watch Collision, I say go watch it. Yeah, as soon as we uh, wrap up here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some Collision on. Uh, FTR had a good promo. Uh, they were telling, uh, they were reminding Adam Page, not Adam Page, Adam Cole, Remember Adam Cole, MJF thinks, MJF says the greatest trick the devil ever did was convincing you he wasn't real. Ooh. And they're and like, they they're like trying to get in Adam Cole's head. You're like, you better, you better not trust him during this match. And they're, they're uh, planting some seeds of uh, 
of Ascension. Oh, you know what? One thing I did not mention on Wednesday Dynamite, uh, when they yeah. won the uh, the tournament, Adam Cole and MJF, they beat uh, Sammy and uh, and Garcia, Daniel Garcia. Um, the referee, I don't know why the referee did this, but he handed the world title to Adam Cole. Okay. He goes here, and he just gives it to Adam Cole. And I was like, why did he give that to Adam Cole? That's his responsibility to give it to the champion. Shouldn't it be? Shouldn't the referee make sure that that goes to the champion? Don't just give it to a random-ass person. So he gives it to Adam Cole, and then Adam Cole, like, looks at it, which it was – I think it was kind of a silly thing. Adam Cole looks at it and then kind of gets stuck, like, looking at it. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, in awe of it. And then yeah. Joe's like, what are you doing? And he got super mad. And he, like, started yelling at him and stuff, and Adam Cole tried to convince him that it was just, like – it was just an innocent thing. Uh, but MJF did get pretty upset about that. And then to me, to me, if if you're faking being nice to him, you're going to like, go, oh, it's okay, buddy. Not like yell at him. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Little, I mean, I'm sure he's faking. Cracks, but... cracks in the foundation. It's story. It's a good story. It is a good story. So I can't cool. wait. Next week on Collision, it's going to be uh, uh, FTR against uh, uh, Better Than You Baby. It'll be good. It's going to be a good match. Y2, the new Y2AJ, like you said. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> They've had some good matches, dude, with uh, fucking uh, Bullet Club Gold, FTR. Like, that two out of three was insane. Did you see that? Last week? Last week, yeah. The 58-minute match. Insanity. That match was crazy. Insanity. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Dude, uh, uh, apparently, apparently CM Punk is really high on Jay White. I would be, too. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny because, like, they were in completely different worlds, you know? Yeah. But he's like, I want him. I want him. I want him. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and Rock Hard, Juice Robinson. He's handpicked. He's doing well. He's doing a lot better than he was doing in uh, NXT. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. I can tolerate him now. I'm like, well, <laughs> cool, you the know? beard makes him look a little more grown up, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely, uh, he's definitely grown, grown into his, his himself, you know? What do you think about um, the uh, aesthetic of Dynamite versus uh, Collision? Because, like, I've noticed that like, Collision, uh, it looks a lot different. Like, the, the ramp is black. You know, the, the entrance is a little bit different. But but more than that, um, the, the wrestling is a lot more slower paced. It's a lot more, like, wrestling as opposed to, like, indie high flying, which is on Dynamite mostly. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel that vibe. Uh, there's a very like pronounced old school vibe to me. Um, yeah, the lighting, I, I see that. Right, the lighting, the cinematics, um, the promos in the beginning, like before it even starts, and there's like a little, little bit like guitar action in the background, super light, and then, you know, Ricky Starks, I'm gonna fuck you up, you know. So um, I like it. I like the direction. I feel like it's two different flavors of ice cream from the same ice cream shop right like yeah i agree um, it, it's it, not a continuation favorite. like smackdown was when it first started yes yes so there, there's not that bleed over i mean i guess essentially yeah you are gonna have bleed you over get some people on both shows yeah there's right? an official but, brand split of course but it's very much two different flavors it's and i think it's fucking cool it's fresh it's different and it's that little you know grouping of of talent that was either handpicked by punk or you know what have you um, but I like it, and I, I definitely feel the difference and see the difference. So, and here, you know, with commentary and mm-hmm. uh, even your broadcast team. So, 
not your broadcast team, but like your backstage correspondents. No, the so. broadcast team too. It's yeah, Kevin Kelly and uh, Nigel. Absolutely. And you I know what? Know. So Kevin Kelly actually has been, uh, he hasn't been there the last couple of weeks. They've had Ian Riccoboni. Okay. And I honestly feel great. like they should just make Riccoboni the permanent person. Yeah, you know, and that's sometimes how the planet works. But is Kevin Kelly in New Japan for G1? Yeah, I think so. I think that's why he's okay, missing. that makes sense. Yeah, that's why he's he's uh, busy. Um, okay. So they put Riccoboni in his place. But I just feel like Rick, since Riccoboni is um, on Ring of Honor, then he's a good crossover, you know, to put oh, on yeah. a collision. And it's the same thing, right? Don't they film ROH the same night they they film Collision? Yeah, it's right after. Oh, so yeah, so just. Stay in your seat, Ian. Yeah, Ian's good. I love him. Let's have him take a little peek up to the ring. There you go. A little, little yeah. Gatorade bottle. I feel like Nigel should be on. Nigel should be on the on Ring of Honor. Maybe I love Nigel either way, though. Even but yeah, paper because you know what? I'm sorry, Caprice Coleman is not good. He's no. not awful. He's not <laughs> awful, but he's not. He's not good. I li- I like his the element of flavor that he brings to the uh, to the. T- Table. I don't know what it is. He's just like that that dad who just yeah you know I don't know he does it yeah for me. he is like he is like that dad though but he so and sometimes he just feels a little bit out of touch I think okay yeah which makes yeah. sense right He's but like, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people like I, I don't like uh, Booker T on comment and color commentary I don't yeah, I like agree, yeah. Wade Barrett on color I don't like um, uh, Aiden English on color I don't I wish all those shows would just have Veda Scott Veda's good Veda's the best dude. I am a sucker for uh, Wade Barrett's accent, though. I could hear him talk for days, man. He I cannot never... listen to Booker T on NXT. No, I can't do Ducky, Booker Ducky. T. I can't. I can't do Booker T on commentary. Yeah. Um, no, but for what I they would, have I'd there... honestly be better to me if Booker T and Wade Barrett switch places. Because I feel like for NXT, you have to be a little more hip. You have to be a little more with it. You have to yeah. be a little more into what the younger crowd is into. For sure. Because Booker T feels like a grandpa calling twenty three year old people matches. Yeah, you know? I could I could see that. And he's completely out of touch. Um, I feel like NXT should have the next generation of of of, of commentary. Yeah, hire some young color guy and put him on NXT. Who cares? Yeah. Remember Vic Joseph, somebody like that. You know. Yeah, just a younger you know standout. Mm-hmm. I thought when Collision was you know coming about, I thought they should get Mauro Ronaldo. But yeah, me too. I know what I mean, Mauro. dude. He's I love so Mamma Mia. Get out of here! I was like, dude, they have to get Mauro, but yeah, it didn't happen. But no, I feel like he's. Uh, I feel like he's turned off to wrestling because it's people are uh, so mean, you know. Yeah, he had a real bad. Uh, he had a really bad experience, I think, with Bradshaw. Yeah, and maybe Twitter too. Like, I feel like he had a real, real yeah. bad. Well, the thing was, I think, I think Twitter was like making fun of him for taking time off because Bradshaw picked on him. Yeah. And then something there's like something that, like, right? And then, yeah. So wrestling kind of probably has a bad taste in his mouth at this point. Which makes and sense. I feel like other sports, like uh, MMA, it's probably Boxing. a lot more professional. Yeah. And he's still, he's still doing his thing. Because, like, wrestling is the only thing that's really, like, emotional driven. Like, emotionally driven, like, as far as, like, the way people act outside the ring. You know, oh, yeah, like like, like when... boxers and MMA fighters. I mean, I you know they they fuck up, they act stupid, but for the yeah. most part, they lay low. You know, wrestlers are always acting stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of drama. It's like one giant high school. Uh, it's like one giant high school, man. Lots yeah. of drama. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't want to get too much into the politics of this, but I do kind of want to touch on it. Yeah. Um, so WrestleMania weekend, uh, Rick Steiner, 
uh, was accused by by Giselle Shaw uh, Ooh, of yeah. transphobic. Uh, you're a man. You're you know whatever, whatever, whatever yeah. stuff um, comments and and WrestleCon responded by saying that they've asked Rick Steiner to leave. And um, three months later, which is now, WrestleCon's going to be in Detroit, and their big main event feature is the Steiner Brothers. And people are so upset. Um, the, the main person who I saw that's really like kind of upset about it and taking a stand again uh, on it is Effie. And Effie's been talking about it a lot on social media. And, and you know, right. WrestleCon uh, did this big tweet where he was like, where the guy, the owner was like, well, Rick Steiner apologized and, and, and Giselle Shaw didn't want to hear the apology, but it still counts. And it's just, it, it just felt like damage control to me. So I don't know, man. I just feel like even if you do want to use Rick Steiner, like for something, it's really soon after this whole thing happened. And it's like, you know, I mean, Rick Steiner should have apologized, but I guess only apologize though to her if it's something you want to actually apologize about, you know, at the same time. Or or say it with with your chest, you know, because there's two ways to go about it. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they had a follow up. Did you see the follow up update? No, I don't think I did. Yeah, he's off the show. Oh, is he? He's off. Oh, did something happen, or was it just enough uh, backlash? Backlash. I think there was enough backlash. Was, enough. I was reading on it on Twitter like maybe a week ago, and there was just so much backlash. Yeah, I didn't catch any wind of the backlash. I didn't dig too deep. I just saw the tweet <clears throat> that he was announced for WrestleCon, and that there was a lot of backlash. I didn't dig too deep, but then I feel like a few days, maybe a week or something later, they announced that um, they were not going to move forward with Rick Steiner that the apology was not like enough or sincere. And well, I got to go back and look at it. Cause yeah. he was really, cause the person from WrestleCon was like, when he first announced it, he was really like, he did a couple of tweets where he was like, he apologized and this and this. And like, he really was like yeah. an apologist. It really is something that he was being an apologist to Rick Steiner at that point. Um, yeah. But yeah, if, if they went back and, and they, they talked about it, I really want to go back and see that. Cause I'm interested. I'm interested because I don't want to. I don't want to boycott WrestleCon, you know. Yeah, I have WrestleCon yeah. shirt. I want to wear it still. There you go. Yeah, you got to. Gotta... Somebody online said, "If you're going to boycott WrestleCon, boycott High Spots too," because the same person owns them. Yep. I didn't it's know that. Tough, tough yeah. situation. I didn't know that either. But so we'll see. I don't know. I just wanted to touch on that. Um, it's it's a shitty situation. It is for a it lot is. of people, and Absolutely. it's a shame. It's a shame. You know. Um, I mean. What what really like irks me about it was just the whole like nobody really came forward about anything on Giselle's side, Giselle Shaw's side. You know, there's, she had a lot of support, but like nobody that was in the room really like said, "I heard it." You know, yeah, it's, really it's, a, it's so, a really uncomfortable situation for everybody. It really, so. it really is. I just wish but, everybody the best and and peace for everybody. You know, like live and let live. Yeah, man. It, like it no, doesn't affect no. you what somebody's sexuality, gender, whatever is. It doesn't Hell affect no. you, you know. Just like live and let live. Hell yeah, man. You gotta. You said it best. Live and let live, man. Quit being a dick. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens in the future, though. Is Scott still on the bill for WrestleCon? I I cannot confirm. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm sure. sure he is. He's not in trouble. I mean, yeah, but know. he was kind of, you know, maybe guilty by association. Maybe. But... Maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, I thought Braun Breaker was gonna suffer from it, but I mean, he lost the title. 
He lost. I don't, that's I don't, related. I don't know if that was related or not. Yeah. Probably not, but probably not. Yeah. But hopefully, you know. They he, need to he, call him up, dude. I'm so like he's so like just nothing right on NXT. I, I really wish they would just call him up already. I think they're still letting him marinate. Yeah. Something about uh I don't know. I think they just want a little bit more improvement out of him before they yeah. send him up. I can so, see that. I can see yeah, that. It makes sense. It's okay. He's he's got it. He's got the tools, man. You just gotta apply him. Definitely. Definitely. He's got it. Anything else? Anything else you want to uh, you want to touch on before we uh, call it a day? Uh, just to just to put a nail in the whole Steiner thing, Braun Breaker did make a tweet saying like I don't agree with anything oh, that like, my Dad said, and I don't, you know, like that's not my style. So cool on him for for making a statement and also being able to right. So and he didn't disrespect his father. He didn't disrespect Giselle. He didn't disrespect anybody. He just said, um, you know, he made these comments, and I don't share those opinions. Yeah, which is cool. Which yeah. is cool that he doesn't allude to like you know. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. So that's cool. Hell yeah, I do agree it's with that. Lot. I mean, I don't <laughs> agree with that, but I agree with Broad. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> well, I agree with him. Damn it. <laughs> no, no, fuck that. Anyway, yeah. that's cool. Hell yeah. Uh, what kind of wrestling? Anything? Anything coming up? Uh, dude, SummerSlam's in two weeks. It's in two weeks already. Oh. I know. They said I was watching SmackDown last night, and like two weeks from tomorrow. Wow. Okay. And they haven't announced anything. They announced um, the tribal. What was it called again? Tribal combat. Tribal combat. Tribal. I don't know what even that is. It's maybe like a death match. You think they're gonna bring out like panes of glass and like um, barbed wire and like maybe light some tubes, uh, light tubes, and shit. pizza Mouth cutters. Rats. and they're just gonna call Nick Gage. Be like, "Hey, can you set this death match for for uh, Roman and Jay?" Kebab skewers. Nick Gage, producer. <laughs> Dude, I was watching this thing from uh from from a couple years ago. It was a because um, I'm catching up on the old GCW stuff, and yeah. dude got stuck in the head with uh with uh, tattoo needles. Oh my god! I don't. Oh, I want to see that, but I don't want to see that. Oh, but man. I did. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd and G Raver. I don't know what G Raver did, but uh, G Raver is no longer welcome in the wrestling community. Apparently, uh, wow. he's he's one of the XPW people that are that yeah. are um, toxic. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, XPW has G Raver, and I'm like, dude, I'm watching old school GCW, and the fans are chanting G Raver, G Raver. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they love him. I don't understand where he went wrong, but apparently, I'll find out. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so G Raver and uh, Jimmy Lloyd uh, have this death feud going it's crazy and uh they had a glass ceiling match where they had panes of glass all around the ring that's so sick yeah they had to back the fans up because they were throwing each other through glass and glass was just going everywhere and then at the end dude all this broken glass was just in the ring and uh g raver was doing snow angels in it i love it oh, i gotta it check brutal. it was brutal. <laughs> i love PCW that ashes to ashes uh 2021 PCW. GC Dub. Yeah, I'm I'm in love with it, man. I love watching it, dude. Uh, real quick, uh, it's the old one again, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but Ricky Shane Page lost the world title back to Nick Gage, Ooh. and then uh, Ricky Shane Page got demoted down to JCW. Dude, so Ricky Shane Page came out, and the fans were chanting "RS Pussy" to him. I love that chant. And <laughs> then um, uh, they said, J- uh, "Ricky Shane Page is no longer part of the GCW roster." Instead, and then the fans just started chanting. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Get the fuck out. 
<laughs> and then uh um they said instead he'll be part of the jcw roster which is like their nxt i guess their little sister promotion which is the one that's on youtube and yeah. then uh and then uh ricky shane page was, was leaving and he was walking away and he stopped and he looked back all sad and they started going na 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 it was great because yeah. i fucking hate ricky shane page man good fuck hey, you um, ricky i mean i I love to hate him because of what he's doing in GCW. Like, he's such a heel, man. He's such a heel. Heal it up. If you ever get a chance, man, the match where uh, Nick Gage won the title back from Ricky Shane Page, oh, it was uh, it was RS Spring Break. Spring okay. Break of 2021. Um, it was incredible. It was an incredible match. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's my GCW rant for the day. All right, go check it out. GCW. Hell yeah. Well, let's get out of here before we uh, end up with a 24 hour podcast. Let's go. One day we'll do that. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> um, uh, plug your social media. You can find me on Instagram at Lord Xavier. You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. My link tree is there. Smash it. Stream some music. Buy some tickets to some shows. And listen to this podcast. Also, I saw some reviews some some rates on spotify so that's cool keep oh, doing really? that yeah i they're don't know good, if I, they're positive i don't know if I, I didn't like click it but i was scrolling through i was sharing one of our things and it was like five something we have like a five something so i was like oh, oh nice yeah so i was like somebody's leaving review so yeah keep doing that that's fun that's interesting hell yeah hell yeah. yeah whoever you are thank you we appreciate it yeah thank you all right you can find me at funky san medina across the board um, I got I got a couple of cool shows this week. Friday I'll be at Comedy Oakland. I'm so excited about that. That's like one of those places that's eluded me for a few years. I've been wanting to go there so bad. Pandemic oh, yeah. hits, you know this and that, and I finally got a good video. Send it to them. I'm on Comedy Oakland on Friday, July 28th. Uh, I think it's the early show, seven o'clock. So be there. I'll be there. And uh, yeah, just everything's at Funky San Medina. Hell yeah! Make that's sure you check out Critique. But uh, comedy. Yeah, go check him out at Pratik Comedy. He is all over the place. You got to track that guy down and go to one of his shows. But if yeah. it's near one of the big four, he'll probably be in the t- in town. So There you go. He's in LA right now. I feel like our next shirt should be the uh, milk with Pratik. Oh, with Pratik on there? <laughs> yeah. <And> then... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. I like that. <laughs> I'm one to talk because I feel like I've missed a few episodes too. But yeah. it's all a bit fun, you know. <laughs> but you're still in Florida usually. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, we Traveling never know on. where he's gonna be. Yeah, where will he end up next? That's Where's another. Where's he gonna be now? Chicago, L.A.? No, he's in New York. Damn it! Yeah, he's, no, he's in Texas. Like, what the fuck? Hell yeah! Hell yeah. coming to a city near you. Hell yeah! All the cities, all the cities. Boom! All right, well, have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening, and give us some more five star reviews. Stars. Stars.